Poop City isn't a place. It's the mediocrity of the American experience. From the perspective of two leftists reading the news, my name is Stephen. And my name is Charles. And our show is called Escape from Poop City. Let's talk about the escapes. Okay, well, if things get too heavy or we get too angry, we can trigger an escape. Which prompts a thought experiment. Like, what is the most Gwyneth Paltrow thing about you? And the most you thing about Gwyneth Paltrow? Or decide on the Mortal Kombat finishing moves of the characters from Shrek. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your pods. You know you want to. Who's holding you back? Do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, every time I do anything in that game, it's real rock stupid because I always forget to check my inventory or sleep properly or I'm carrying too much or I'm too hungry, but I still have, I have made it out oh, of four, of that I've made it like out a nightmare to me. <laughs> I have made it out of four near death experiences in this game so far, and I don't know how. Not to put too fine a point on it, but I already play a game on a daily basis where I have to make sure that I'm sleeping, eating, and managing my inventory just fine and I've barely been skating by for 33 years <laughs> welcome to brose my name is Matt Casnell and joining me as they always do are my bros from Belmar New Jersey it's mr. rich sweet Hi, everyone. From Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And from the people that brought you Deuce Bigelow, Mesoamerican Gigolo, Tim Hansen is a carrot. <laughs> I'm, I'm good for eyesight. It's Put me in your mouth. carrot comedy. Oh, that kind of carrot. Yeah. A carrot. A carrot. Oh, yeah. oh, is it is is this a gold joke because I'm Dutch? Is that is this a gold member joke, but just really esoteric? It's a different early 2000s reference, but I appreciate you going with the gold member reference. Wow, what a yeah, yeah. connection. A pull. My Vinky, not the key. No, not at all. Smoking a pancake, <laughs> cigarette and a flapjack, mm-hmm. bong in a Belgian. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Does Austin Powers have any other like cachet with like young? Do like, you think like young kids now are gonna go back and like watch the fucking Austin Powers movies? Hmm. No, doubt it. I see no reason to. No, mm. they're just be like, this isn't funny. He's just a fucking weirdo, and it's like, but it's because you didn't grow up on Wade's World, man. You don't know Mike Myers. Like you have I to do. have been eleven when it came out. Kind of, I think yeah. is the only way. Yeah, to, or because otherwise, like our parents. Because like even I remember. So I think I, I remember I think I was ten when I saw the spy who shagged me. And even then I was like I was in my head I'm like, okay, this is funny, but I also like there was a part of my brain that knows I'm like, this is pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. Like this is dumb. You know, I'm I'm ten and I know this is not quality stuff. Uh so I, I'm sure now that like your average ten year old is like, no, this is really stupid. Oh my mm-hmm. god. That yeah. came out in nineteen ninety nine. We watched it uh going into Y two K on New Year's Eve. <sighs> All right. Yeah. Um, I, I'll probably embarrass my sister by telling this story. I think I've told it before. Is it that but she was I named after to, Austin Powers? She was named after Austin Powers. <laughs> uh, yeah, she, used to, she used to watch the fembot Austin Powers stripping scene on repeat constantly. <laughs> well. Same. <laughs> Not really, I, but it was funny. She's, on repeat. Yeah. She was 10. She was born in 1990. Mm, she was yeah. 10. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and she was ten, but at the end of that, but the, at the end of that scene, she became a woman. <laughs> I will, I will say that that scene definitely, like, I was like, I understood something about myself after that scene. You know what I'm like? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the side of the fence you were coming down on after that scene. Uh, uh, it wasn't the mummy. <laughs> The mummy was no. really 50-50, honestly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like, I am learning about both sides of myself right now. Yay, Dios mio. Welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, everybody. Available on all major podcasting platforms. The premise of our show... Sorry, I heard a, I heard a loud whining noise, and I was like, all right, it's either my desktop is working overtime 
or something's about to explode downstairs. And I was like trying to like check it at the same time when I was doing the bell. The premise of our show is that we answer questions that the four of us bring to the table about life, the universe, and everything. Uh, and we do so while enjoying a delicious glass of wine. But we also want your questions. We answered your questions almost exclusively for four years here on the Brose Podcast. And we still want them. So send them to brosequestions at gmail.com if you want them answered on the air. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But first, let's discuss what we are drinking. Rich Sweeten, let's start with you. What are you imbibing in this evening? Uh, I am drinking a, a little itty-bitty bottle of Sutter Home, uh, the original White Zinfandel. Uh, it's very good, very sweet. I like White Zins. Mm. And you, you need to do, um, is it Yellowtail, that other brand of, like, not Sutter Home, but, like, the sort of, like... The one with the kangaroo brand. on it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to do that next time. So you can you need to bring like airplane bottles of that so you can do I brought an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow, yellow. tail white Zinfandel <laughs> that I drank for the very first time. I'll I'll have to hire you to write my bits and I'll try to remember that for next time. <clears throat> I, I, I worked like exclusively it. on improv. <laughs> yeah, I don't write yes. anything down. This is all coming straight off the dome. <laughs> you know you don't get comedy gold like this if you plan things out. <laughs> mm uh sean what are you drinking tonight uh i'm drinking zinha zorzal a grenache i think it's a spanish rosé um it does not have a year on it which i heard recently in a video that that's not a good sign but i am powering through this wine it's not a good sign so far as it kind of doesn't it like it means the uh grapes aren't like the more specifically like sourced, young. yeah. The more specifically sourced the grapes, the better quality the wine is generally. So this can be a bunch of different grapes from different years, which is fine because I am powering through this bottle of wine. Like, what, I, what's the percent on it, Sean? Thirteen point nine, I think. Nice, Ooh. it's a strong boy. Thirteen point five. Thirteen. Yeah. 5, excuse me. But it is. Uh, it is point of the strength category. Nice. Very still solid B, but like, it is a, it's very inoffensive. Just very, uh, you're not, uh, it's not a special occasion wine. Good for uh, like Mm. a barbecue or something. Tim Hansen, what about you? So again, I'm drinking from this giant rainbow bottle of house wine, rosé bubbles. Um, It is warmed up as per the last episode. Uh, It was super cold and all I tasted was cold and bubbles. It's still super bubbly, um, which honestly... I don't particularly like. I'll take uh, <clears throat> the 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 Josh Rose Champagne mm-hmm. or Prosecco, whatever it technically is, because it's not from the Champagne region of France. Whatever. Oh, yeah. uh, I will take that fucking every day of the week, and probably will once we're actually moved into the new place. Um, yeah, the the it's like too bubbly. Honestly, it tastes more like the bubbles of a soda. Which is not like it's too much. It's just too carbonated. Uh, but the flavor is fine. It's unoffensive. I give it like a B minus C. Hmm. But uh, yeah, too bubbly. On the subject of champagne, I know I know Sean has almost certainly seen this, but I finally showed uh, my wife uh, the video of Orson Welles, uh, the the outtakes of him doing that champagne commercial. Have you seen that? I don't think so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sean, I knew I knew Sean would have seen it, but he's like mm-hmm. he's like he's very clearly like not fully there while doing it. Like they're doing, you know, they're, they're cueing him for the start of the commercial. He's like, "Am I supposed to be doing something?" And then at some point, he's just, "Oh, the French champagne, <laughs> California makes it." It's it's incredible. It's the best ninety seconds on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so I finally showed that to my wife the other day because I was I, I think I referenced it and I was like, "Oh, I got to show this to you." Uh, <laughs> Uh, I am drinking La Fay, uh, which also has Garnacha grapes. It's also a Spanish wine. Uh, it's a 2018 red wine. Uh, it was actually uh, imported uh, and, and a product of Spain, but I believe bottled in Paso Robles, California. Um, oh, no, that's not true. I guess it's just maybe the, the company or something like that. But uh, it was bottled in uh, España in the Paniza region. Look, it's good. It's a good red wine. Uh, it's a nice red wine mix. Got uh, Tempranillo, Granacha, and Syrah grapes, and uh, look, man, it's a, it's a little bit of a deeper red, and uh, I like it. It's nice and it's nice and dry, nice and rich. 
Uh, it has not succumbed to fridge taste, even though I started drinking this a couple weeks ago. It's a good wine. Solid nice. B. Solid B to B plus uh, red wine here. Nice. Yeah. So, who's got a question? Brosequestions at gmail.com. If you want your question answered, if you're out there in listener land. But who wants to get us started this session? This episode. Okay. I just thought of this question just now. Oh. Uh, is there anything that you enjoy that you can, that you see? No. Other people, <laughs> I just don't enjoy anything. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Everything. God, Absolutely fucking, nothing. Uh, just, uh, sorry. Uh, there's nothing. <laughs> the, um, is there anything that you enjoy that you see other people enjoying in the wrong way? So. I recently, because of the YouTube algorithm, stumbled upon this YouTube, this guy on YouTube, his name, and I haven't done any research into him, so I might be about to get disappointed because I don't think he's made a video in like two years. Um, but this dude named Ivan Dur- Durin, and he, it was just like, he, <laughs> he makes these videos he has like a, a very, he has a lot of videos, but the ones that keep getting recommended to me are him hitting high notes. And he is just <laughs> screeching. Like he's not singing. He's making like, he's making the highest note possible. So he's just whistling. This is not an F6. <laughs> he's basically whistling, but it's, it is like, but he's doing and it, he's doing it completely seriously. Like it is not a bit. Like I think he's just a weird dude who's just like, let's see how high I can get. And I genuinely enjoy it for that reason. Because I think I I do think it's funny. But like I like I'm like fuck yeah, bro. Like 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 it's like silly and weird, but like in a really wholesome way. Like it's just fully this dude just trying to sing as high or as low. As he I was going to say, he does low he notes does low too. Notes I just too. heard that. Just like croaking and, like a frog. Yeah. And like, it's, it's not it is, singing, bro. It's just, a, it is objectively funny. But like, but like he's, I, but there are a lot of people like in the comments, like ripping on him for being like a fucking weirdo. And I, like, like making, like making fun of it when it is just a dude doing something that he likes and recording himself and it happens to be silly. Like, because it's like frivolous and I don't know, but I think I see a lot of people who like, like there are, but I do, I do see a lot of people like with people like me in the comments who are like supporting that he's doing it and being like, this is silly and funny, but like, it's cool that you're doing this. Uh, Cause you're not hurting anybody. And, uh, but like, there is also a contingent of people who are like shitty about it, who are like, I like making fun of this dude. Cause he's a weirdo. And uh, and so I like I always feel bad. I feel conflicted sometimes because I'm like, am I part of the problem? <laughs> because I do think it's funny. But so it's, what but, is like, the question? <laughs> do you is there anything that you like where you're like, like Rick and Morty is another thing. Like where you're like, there's a lot of people who like Rick and Morty who are getting the wrong message from Rick and Morty. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there or Deadpool's another one. Yeah, I was gonna say we we talked about this when I was like, I really like Deadpool, but like I hate most other people that really like Deadpool because they're yeah. assholes. Yeah. This I mean, I I I try to approach a lot of things, and at, like outside of those two specific incident instances, which we've kind of discussed before, it's like you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. Like I like Deadpool because he does whatever he wants and i find that entertaining not he does whatever once which means he can fuck around and just be a douche Mm -hmm. um like some people interpret um but outside of that like as as much as possible because more often than not i run into this instance when it comes to like music or some other uh, form of entertainment or art and i try to come at it from the the perspective of Okay, they don't enjoy it the way I like it, but they enjoy it. Mm. Isn't that what matters? Uh, which is probably the most open-minded perspective I have on most things because I hate most people. Mm. <laughs> so, so it's it's like, yeah, is there a little bit, um, especially in the nerd community uh, or like old school anime nerds, 
It's like when I was your age, I I had to illegally download the shit on 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 Napster and LimeWire, and you, you don't know what it's like. You you can't like anime because you haven't struggled the struggle I did. It's like, well, go fuck yourself. Um, yeah. it's like it it's getting out there. It's a conversation we can have. Now I can argue why Baru. Boruto is garbage in comparison to literally any anime I watched when I was 12 uh, and have rewatched multiple times since then. I can have that argument, but yeah, what about Zoids? What about Zoids? It's a fucking banger. Zoids is great, man. Pick the the most random one I could think of. That's fine. Um, But it's a conversation to be had, and then it's just kind of, yeah, no, I guess I could still get into it get into that conversation that would be something that i like and i don't like the way other people like it sometimes because either you have the gatekeeping douchebags or you have the children who and i say children just because it it is that generation um that it's like, no, this is the best. Have you even seen this thing? No, but it's shit. And it's like, well, then go fuck yourself. Hmm. Not even like respect your elders. Just just because it's old or older doesn't mean it's not a viable thing within this space or a good plot line. Or, hey, you like this anime. You might like this one. No, fuck that. It's too old. I've definitely hit that conversation hmm. multiple times. And that I think is stupid. It's like Boruto is the best thing ever. It's like Child Simmer. Have you not seen even, the original Naruto? At least like Naruto is <laughs> not even top five. Like no, it's not. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's, it's so that I can I get annoyed with people who won't be open to a conversation on a medium. Mm-hmm. It's funny because like I fucking hate contemporary art because it's just like it's a blank canvas. That's not art. But it's the idea behind the blank. It's fuck off. Yeah. Or there was an art installation at the modern the modern art in DC that uh and I think they did it multiple times in multiple places. It was just a giant pile of dirty clothes. Hmm. Yeah, and I see like that. that's it's a message about this, that, and the other thing. It's like, no, it's a pile of dirty clothes. Yeah. I think with stuff like that, I always feel like, I'm like, I get it, but I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I am like I understand yeah. the point you're trying to make, but, like, this isn't, that, to me, an interesting way yeah. to make that point. You know? Like, that one I understand more because they tried to develop something even out of a basic concept, but it's like, this canvas is entirely blue. Yeah. Did you paint it? No, it's blue fabric that I put on a canvas. Mm-hmm. So it's a canvas, uh huh. And this is art. Yep. Disagree, Liz. You can rip me on this because I know you still listen. Uh, <laughs> shout out to art? my. Is she the one that made it? <laughs> shout no. she, shout out to my sister in law. Uh, I saw she, my sister in law's art and I said it was shit. And then for some reason, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, this no, no. Her, <laughs> Liz and George uh, met at Montserrat Art School. They are very in art and like know a lot more about art history and different things. So like, I know that I put my foot in my mouth when I talk about those things and I'm very, very close-minded. I get it, but also, mm. no. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> But I, I love don't, you, Liz. I don't think there's anything wrong with seeing art and being like, I don't like this, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think that's that's a valid response to art. Yeah. Rich, you have anything uh, that you like that you think other people like for the wrong reasons or like in the wrong way? Um, no, I I honestly can't say I can think of of anything like that. Like, the, really, the only thing that's coming to mind right now is like it's not it's dumb and it's more of a complaint of something I've had to deal with recently with, with streaming is I've recently had to remove my sound alerts on my stream because I had people blowing up my stream for sound alerts and like nonstop playing them in the middle of cutscenes, And it's like, they thought that was good content. And I'm like, no, this is bad content and annoying. And so like, that might be the only thing that might kind of, hmm. 
fit here is like, all right, I wanted these sound alerts for one reason, and people liked them, but they liked them because they wanted to troll me. They didn't like them because they wanted to like have fun with them, in a sense, or something like. I don't. Yeah. Other than that, like I can't really think of anything in the nature of like something I like that other people do, but it's not good. Like Joker, mm-hmm. maybe <laughs> Joker and Harley Quinn. <laughs> but mm-hmm. we've we've had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a lot of cringe content for me. Yeah, like I think I think that's what it, that's what I'm getting at. It's more like for me anyway. Like because I was also I was thinking I was the other day I was on TikTok and I watched a live for a decently long time where these two dudes were having a Yu Gi Oh battle with like the full arm things and they were like really getting into it. And like, it was like, it was just like two nerds alone in their separate rooms talking like, like they, the one dude kept drawing like this. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's fantastic. No. And that's, and that's what I was, that's what I'm saying. Like, I loved that because it was like, it was like, to be fair, it was incredibly lame, but it was two people having a genuine good time doing something that they both loved. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I was just watching two people having a fucking blasty. And, like, there were so many comments of people being, like, just really uh, derisive towards these people who were just having a good time and playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And it's just, like, there. but again, there were a lot of people who were, like, fuck yeah, this is dope as hell. Like, I, like, I, like, I happened upon this, and it's 30 minutes later, I'm still watching them uh, play Yu-Gi-Oh! But, like, uh, but it's, it, but, like, that's the kind of stuff I think it's it's that I'm enjoying it because I'm, I'm I like watching people do stuff that they love, and other people like to just shit I on guess, people yeah, that they think them. are less yeah, it's, bad. It's it's like even even into my early thirties, I couldn't openly talk about D and D with people at work because they would mock me for playing D and D, and I'm like. All right, but what do you do? I play fantasy football. And I'm like, okay, that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. No, it's sports not. It's football. It's football. I'm like, no, it's sports D and D. You <laughs> look up stats and you pretend to be something you're not. Just like yeah, I, I am. Might win fifteen bucks on it, so <laughs> it's different. I might save the princess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. I can't buy a, a number two combo with a princess. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just your, your it's, point is well noted. It's, I've made this point about either fantasy football or Madden before. Where it's like is the Madden franchise mode and like your traditional role playing game are like only a degree or two removed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, it, it's it's always like the the jockey type of people will sit there and see someone enjoying a thing that they don't understand, and they'll turn around and just mock them for it instead of trying to understand or ignore it. And it's so depressing to see. Because mm-hmm. it's like, we're just people having fun and living our best lives in this hellscape of a world that we live in. Why do you gotta be, to quote the song and potentially get demonetized, why you gotta be so rude? I don't like, like the fact that there's like a jocks and geeks like '80s fast times at Ridgemont <laughs> High kind of dynamic going on at your workplace, dude. It, it was it was <laughs> yeah, same because most of the people I know who who've played D and D outside of like our immediate friends were like all on the football team. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like this dude would I. Dude's walking around in a Letterman jacket, showing up at his professional like <laughs> white collar office job. It's like, like what you got in that jacket? It's like my fucking uh, ninth level gnome bard in here and all his yeah. shit. Get my get some bitch. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't need a bonus. I just need a high five. I uh, this dude like I I asked the dude if he liked anime and he said no. It's, it's cartoons. They're for kids. I'm like actually, I mean, anime is a lot more hardcore and less strictly for kids i can recommend you some if you're interested and i let him borrow a movie and he let his 13 year old nephew see the movie and laugh at him for the fact that he had a cartoon in his room this dude's almost 30 
and let the laughing of his well, that's thirteen not a, that's year old—that's not a jock thing. That's somebody who's just just not it, a mature adult. No. Yeah, that's that's, a, I, that's, that's, a, that's, that's not like, a class system thing. It's so sad to me. Not sad. It's depressing. I guess I don't know. Like because like in all of the the things that I mentioned, like people took the time out of their day to consume at least a portion of the media, and mm-hmm. then click on the comment button and write something negative. Which is like, ge- genuinely, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yep. Uh, yeah. Why? It, why? It, why put that negativity into the world? Like, what? Because what's it, the point? You, I have enough of a problem putting my like dirty dishes when I bring like a glass of water up to my room, like bringing it back down and putting it in the dishwasher because that's too many steps. Like, I can't imagine being such a fucking negative person or needing like mm-hmm. validation that much to be like, I'm going to go through all of the steps of commenting on a person's video slash live stream slash whatever, just to shit on them. You yeah. know, like just fucking move on. Like you're not, you are adding nothing to anything. Like you're just, you are, I don't know. You're just, you are only adding negativity in a world that's bad. Like, yeah, we, it sucks. We, we we, we all we we all live literally this, on fire. <laughs> yeah, we all live in this hellscape of Earth right now. Why don't we gas each other up instead of take knocking each other down? But no, like, I'm not even. Oh, oh, don't I'm gas not, people. That that's not gone well. Yeah, not with the fi- not with the fires. Um, yeah, I, yeah, like, you're right. You're right. I don't. I genuinely, but gen- genuinely, I'm not even saying like you should go on and support people. I'm just saying like just shut your fucking mouth and move on. Like mm-hmm. yeah, just just there. don't. Yeah, just keep going, keep walking, guys. If it's not your vibe, fuck off. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, it's, you can just—it's that simple. You can just go to the next thing. Like that's the the internet works that way. You can just see something you don't like. It happens to me all the time. Like I get conservative, like TikToks for whatever reason every so often, or it happens more on Facebook and YouTube. To be fair, but like, yeah, I get that mm-hmm. a lot on YouTube. But like, and so I. I will just, unless it's like actively harmful, where it's like, it's like a, um, you know, like a trailer for what is a woman or something like, I'm not going to engage it with that. I'm just going to move mm-hmm. on. Cause it's like, you know, this Christian woman saying like, these are the ways to get a good husband. Like, it's just like, let her live her fucking life. And I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. Like that's, yeah, that's not for me, you know, do your thing as long as you're not hurting anybody. But like, I don't know. I just mm. just fucking let people enjoy things. It's, don't yuck really my yum, you assholes. <laughs> this wasn't really a question so much. As except, me upset. except for except for the people who are enjoying it the wrong way. In that case, they can go pound sand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, my my answer is Nickelback because I think there are people who genuinely think that. Uh, that the the tender love songs that Nickelback writes and the party songs that Nickelback writes that they're writing like very personal music, when in reality Nickelback is the closest thing we've had to a modern day Def Leppard, where they're just good at writing professional like party and tender love songs. Uh, yep. And uh, and that's all it is. <laughs> they, they, and there's no problem with that. They write look. They write fine music. They write mm-hmm. fine, easily digestible music that mixes like '80s rock with like southern and heartland rock mm-hmm. and that's all it is like the people who be very passionately be like listen to like one of the ballads from like all the right reasons and are like oh my god this really speaks to me because my dad i'm like no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it's, 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 it's chad chad kroger is a professional songwriter uh and this is what they do and there's no problem with that. Mm-hmm. It's just that they're not Nirvana. You don't have to <laughs> think that he's like he's not, you know, bleeding out on the page when he's writing. If everyone cared and nobody cried, if Listen. everyone loved and nobody lied, <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's simply if, it's if simply. If today not... was your last day, would you tell me that Nirvana and Nickelback yeah. weren't the same? <laughs> <laughs> would you say Would you say goodbye to yesterday, Tim? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that 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 would be my <laughs> only one. So, I, I and again, I, I, I hesitate to even say anything about Nickelback because it's piling on. I don't hate Nickelback. I think Nickelback are a perfectly fine band. I, 
but you can't but, go so far the other way that you're like Nickelback is God. Yeah, yeah, Nickelback is God. Like I, I, I slow dance to Far Away at my wedding. Then I'd be like, well, I'm glad I wasn't at your wedding. That's the end of that conversation. Like, Sounds I, like a shit idea. Mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted to say this uh, back at the last session, but I didn't get a chance to. But uh, Nickelback and Nick Cage, same thing in their respective fields. Nick Cage is the Nickelback no. of movies, and Nickelback is the Cage of movies. No, 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 no. No one hates on Nicolas Cage. They oh, just make jokes true. about the fact that he makes so many fucking movies that most of them are bonkers. But no one's so, like Nick Cage is garbage actor. No, the, I, no, I'm, I'm with Rich. The, the the bell curve of of Nick Cage's career has mirrored the Nickelback one, where people were just like, "Oh my god, he makes such bad movies, stupid movies, everything like that." And then people realize it's like, "Oh, Nick Cage is just being Nick Cage." Same thing with Nickelback at this point. Like uh, it, when Nickelback reached their their commercial apex and their critical nadir, their people were like, "Oh my god, this is so stupid. They're the worst band of all time." And I think people have realized kind of what Nickelback is and they're just like ah they're just corny old like dumb band and all that so, yeah like, I, I think I think they've their career paths as uh, far as like public recognition have had a similar, similar I think track I, I could see it being similar but I think Nick Cage has made more quality works of art <laughs> I would I would also I face, tell me what the difference is I between think, face off and how you remind me okay I I'm would, not saying I'm not saying that I'm not saying I'm saying that he's made a lot of he's made a lot of weird stinker movies but like yeah. genuinely let's like uh matchstick men is a genuinely really good movie the weatherman i think is one there's one about mm-hmm. uh right so we've got uh, how you remind so me too movies. bad never again yeah. he made but, kick-ass but Great even movie. when he was making a bunch of dumb like dumb shit even when people were like hey, i'm gonna air quote it hating on nick cage it was still more funny there was no actual yeah. like vitriol there Whereas, like, uh, for so long, everyone was just like, no, Nickelback sucks. They're the yeah, fucking maybe. worst. And they legitimately thought it for no reason other than a comedian said it one time. And then well, it's because Creed the cool wasn't thing. making music anymore. <laughs> so I say you say. Anyway, anyway, we've we've been on this question for 30 minutes. So we should probably. Uh, <laughs> the should question probably that wasn't even really a, a question. Here. It was just me trying to work. It was it just a rail. No. It's just a rail. Uh, so no has... take at the end because Sean did it already. Yeah, my bad. No take. Sean handled it. Uh, who else has a question, Tim? Rich? I want to go one. last. So. Okay. Which one's right. go last? Okay. Uh, mine can potentially be a quick one. Um, so if you were to start either a Fiverr or an Etsy, uh, which would you start and what would you sell? Um, and for those who don't know, like everyone knows what Etsy is, but I don't know what Fiverr is. Oh, you don't? Nope. You're the one I thought would un- know what Fiverr was. I think I've heard likely. of Fiverr, but well, I, I can't say what it is. I definitely right know what Is that Fiverr the voiceover is. one? So, so where, where, oh, like Upwork, where I'm Googling Etsy, it now. Yeah. Where Etsy is products, designs, blankets, handmade things, and that tends to be what's on there. Uh, Fiverr is more so for services such as um, voiceover work was a popular one. That's how they got a lot of their big stuff. But it can be anything like uh, you set your price level and it's just like, all right, I will make you, I will record a baseline for you. Uh, Polyphia, one of their big songs has a whistle in it that they paid a dude on Fiverr to record because they were just like, hey, do we know anyone who can whistle? Ah, fuck it. I found this guy. <laughs> we're just going to, and he, and, and he's credited on the album. He's credited on the song. So like he's in there. Um, so it, it's more like services, voiceover work, music is a lot of the stuff that tends to be in there, but I th- I'm pretty sure it can also be like writing some poetry or writing lyrics mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Um, or animating something or something like that. Whereas one is physical goods or physical products. The other one is more so services or closer to intellectual property, maybe, but not, not quite. Yeah. It'd be fine. It'd be fire for me. Like you said, it's lines up with like, I've done one, a a couple of things on Upwork before. This is very Upwork E. And uh, yeah, it would probably be Fiverr. I mean, that's, 
in terms of my creative ability to whatever extent there that one exists, it, it usually is in that kind of realm and not the like I've I have knitted a blanket. Uh, okay. So is that is not that is not my my will forte as it were. Well, that's funny because mine's going to be an Etsy shop, and I'm going to be because it's going to be blankets. <laughs> <laughs> this is just all a plug. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Yeah. I, I, I got to figure out logistics because that can Etsy.com be very. Slash what would you pick a fi- uh, Etsy shop or a Fiverr? Because I would make a shop called Hanson's Handmaids, which is currently <laughs> available on Etsy.com. <laughs> We're not that Handmaid far in the process yet. Make sure to it, it trademark Hanson's handmaids, Matt, so that he has to pay you for it. I'll Hansen. put up a Fiverr listing. I'll be like, I'll come up with your your name for your Etsy shop for twenty dollars. <laughs> Hanson's handmaids. Mm. Hmm. Put a put. Make sure to put that superscript TM on there and uh, copyright twenty twenty three. Matt, yes, no. <laughs> hmm. I'll beat you to the copyright lawyer. I know a couple. No, I made it. It's intellectual property. This is the way it goes. I. I thought of it. And, uh, he said he he law. said it online first. It is recorded and on first. That's yeah, true. I mean, I'll, I'm just gonna corrupt all of the files on Matt's computer, <laughs> delete them from everyone, and there will be no evidence that this ever occurred. Well, my, be, I don't know how you possibly do that. I have the most robust Windows Seven security <laughs> on my desktop. So. Ooh, Windows Defender. Ooh. I think you gave me a virus just by blowing into the microphone. <laughs> Probably. Mm. That that being uh, said, Sean, Windows we'll, Defender is actually pretty robust, but it's just very funny. Uh, Sean, what would you make an Etsy shop or a Fiverr account? It would definitely be a Fiverr because I don't, I can't do anything. I'm not crafty like that. Um, I'd probably make a Fiverr where I'd write you like a very dumb thirty second song for like five bucks. Hmm. Any song. I'll, or I do a song parody. I'd write actually. I'll I'll just name a song and I will record it, but I will make it about the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> oh, that's excellent! <laughs> Any song. Any song. And, and just because it's called Fiverr, you can charge more than five dollars. I know, but I feel like that it's worth five dollars <laughs> of my time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. As long as everyone asks me to do Fast Car, I'm done. Mr. Sweden. Um, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat as you three, uh, as you two. Like, I don't really have any uh, handy capabilities. Um, <laughs> one thing I've always wanted to try to <laughs> Sean, dirty, <laughs> dirty, handy capabilities is. It sounds like you're trying to be uh, like inclusive in the '90s, <laughs> right? <laughs> I love that that hit you so much harder than it did me. And I love that Richie thought you were talking about hand jobs. Handies, yeah. No, I was not talking about hand jobs. I was talking about your handy cap- capabilities. Look at those paws. They're going to be great. Mm-hmm. That didn't even cross my mind. That's so- that's Craigslist. Yeah. yeah, sorry. That's what I was thinking. Craigslist. <laughs> Um, like given the presentation talking about handy capabilities you've got like one dude in the office with in a, in a wheelchair just like shaking his head while you're talking. <laughs> man man, man. Yeah. can't um, believe i still work here <laughs> one thing one thing i always wanted to try especially since i have fucking 100 funko pops is to make like some sort of like foam setting for each of the pops and whatnot so like if i could learn to do that and get good at it that's probably what i would do on an etsy is like custom pop holders i guess Mm. um but no at the moment it would most likely be a fiver for either vo or um i story writing i don't know if you you probably can't do like short editing or video editing could you you can probably not then probably do like do video editing on fiverr yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. It's yeah, you you can do anything, but it's yeah. just now it's very difficult. Like it's a very popular website, so it's difficult. Like if you were to mm-hmm. like be like I do video editing, it's really hard to like get the ball rolling. Yeah, because if, if you're, you're not already be, like, on there, low, yeah, on the and the unfortunate thing is there are some really good apps or really good AI tools out there to make shorts. So like. 
Mm. If that's Here like comes. a dying field. I warned you. I told you. That's what it is. Yeah. They're yeah. coming for our textiles. Actually, Sean told you about the job thing. I oh, oh, you make oh, YouTube shorts. shorts. I get you. Uh, all right. So Tim would make an Etsy. The three of us would be on Fiverr. Any other? Uh, any other thoughts? No. I'd be out there uh, voicing over Rich's video clips. Mm-hmm. You know what? I only have two That's voices. Fine. I have like professional, like Bill Curtis announcer voice, and then I have like <laughs> like the wacky voice. It's like, the only two options. <laughs> well, all, well, the thing is, all of my clients are Bubba's uh, uh, Bruce and Boobs. So oh, never mind. I got three then. Bubba's <laughs> Bruce and Boobs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a great got callback. A, yeah, I I've got that one. I've got wacky voice. I've got announcer voice, and then I've got like monster truck rally voice. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Kid seats are still just five bucks. Five bucks. Wing Mountain. Uh, All right, I got a question. Um, So uh, I I wanted to make this more frivolous, but I think we're generally getting a pretty frivolous episode. So I'll go, it's not really serious. It's more of just a hypothetical. So the other night I was watching, uh, I was enjoying a nice... uh, so I shouldn't say nice. I was enjoying a glass of Four Roses bourbon, which I realized I don't like Four Roses bourbon. <laughs> but, uh, but I was I was I was drinking a glass. I was I was forcing down a glass of Four Roses bourbon. Is it so better or down. worse than Dickel? Yeah. <laughs> I was enjoying a delectable becomes like I was I was completing like a, a personal quest to try and finish this four roses bourbon anyway so i was watching a cnn special on on a 2010s it's just a recap of the 2010s and they do it in multiple stages and they this one was particularly about um politics and they had like one they had one hour bit on the democratic party and i think the one that's coming out this week is on the republican politics in the 2010s but anyway i wrote this while i was you know maybe like half a bourbon deep watching this 2010s politics episode if there were no term limits would Obama still be president today? That's a good question. So he got elected in 08. He went yes. through 2016. One million and percent, then he, yeah. I, 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 I agree. I, I, maybe. I think you would have wiped the floor with Trump. Oh, one million percent. He, is, <clears throat> he was one of the most, I mean, in my lifetime, uh, Bill Clinton was pretty personable too, but like mm-hmm. one of the most likable presidents. And I think, yeah, he would have demolished Donald Trump. I think, uh, I think that Hillary Clinton, I think because like, this is going to sound sexist, but because she's a woman, I think doesn't play as like, as likable. Like, I think strong women for the majority of the country, like across all demographics, strong women play seem intimidating and like in quotes bitchy so like i think i think that she i think that tr- i think that was part of her downfall with trump is that she was a woman but i think that uh yeah i think i think obama would have definitely beaten trump then i think perhaps after that it's kind of up in the air because i think i think he would have beaten trump so handily i think trump would have just moved on like he's just he yeah. would have moved on to the next They're thing going to tv thing or whatever yeah he would just been like oh i lost here's here's the yeah. next thing I don't and I, th- I think because it, because it's such a television base, like we're getting barbs off and everything like that kind of political uh, milieu that we're mm-hmm. in now. Like I, I think it's also pointed out, like uh, Hillary is like a good speaker, a good orator. Barack Obama is like an otherworldly mm-hmm. orator and like an otherworldly like television and radio presence, like which is which is important nowadays. Yeah, uh, and, and I do think. Yeah, I think he would have wiped the floor with Trump. I think that, you know, it, it depends on what, who knows what happens at that point. But I think whoever yeah. the Republicans threw up in the field in 2020, I mean, you think about the other people who ran in 2016, it's like Jeb Bush, Carly Fiorina, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, a bunch of a bunch of schmucks, basically. And I don't think any of them would beat him again. I think he'd still be president today if there were no term limits and he wanted to keep running. Uh, I, I think it, it, even if his, his politics are not pristine by any stretch of the imagination, he, he's a responsible adult, uh, which is not <laughs> something you can say about most people who uh, take public office nowadays. Uh, he's very much a centrist, which I think is also, look, for me, kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and, and yeah, I think, I think he would have, I think he'd still be president today. I think ultimately that's, that's the way it goes. And I think 
that sort of changes the, the course of politics because it's sort of like um i remember back when he was running when obama was running in 2012 uh there were a lot of people who were like the best thing that could possibly happen to the republican party is if like rick santorum became the presidential nominee for the republicans because he'd get his ass kicked and then they'd have to reconsider the whole like cultural conservative thing mm-hmm. i think that basically that would have happened with trump like if, if trump was really the nominee he would have gotten his ass kicked so handily the republicans would be like all right this is not a viable option that means we don't get the you know the kelly lefflers and the marjorie taylor greens and the lauren boberts and the ron DeSantis's and the matt gates is you don't get those the josh hawley like lunatic fringe of the right wing uh if obama just cleans trump's clock when he has the opportunity and just proves that that's not a viable track and instead it was mm-hmm. that's <clears> my <throat> thought my the second you asked this question my brain went directly to would obama have ever had been elected if there were no term limits oh yeah no way no way <laughs> no way well, that's the that's that's the pro like I'm not saying it's a so bad question. Like, well, well, like, okay, like, okay. So you if say you like if Bush would Bush would have been elected like over and over again, or just like whoever was in there before, if, like if you Clinton go would have been elected over and over. If again. you go down the line, is there any president that could have broken essentially the status quo and kept going that would have messed with the lineup of potential future presidents? Would Obama have at some at the point that he ran? Reagan have been the one running or yeah, would I feel, there I feel like been... Reagan would have been the only real viable option in that I mean Bush well, I mean, and maybe Clinton but I think people were getting fed up with Clinton by the end yeah, of anyway. so, but uh yeah so like that like the question of if there were no term limits at the time that Obama then was president would he still be president 100% yes but if I think I, th- he... I think yeah I think Reagan's the only one and I think like W like W had Iraq sort of hanging over him. I think even Republicans might be getting a little tired of it. And also, you were mm-hmm. you were entering the 08 financial crisis at that point. So it's like, are you really going to run on the strength of, of of George W. Bush's record when we're about to? We're, we're like at that point, we're teetering on the edge of like the worst possible economic mm-hmm. recession in the country. So I mean, it, it's an interesting hypothetical. I hadn't thought of it from that angle, um, but mm-hmm. I think I, I I would agree. I think Reagan would be the only one that would push it, and maybe and you know maybe that. You know, changes the whole timeline, butterfly effect, and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think Reagan would have gotten that far, but he definitely like would have been fifty years old by the time he left office. Like he was, he was quite. <laughs> no, old. I think. Yeah. I think Nixon would have fucked it up. I think. I don't Nixon? think we would have had Gerald Ford. Well, yeah, Nixon resigned. Well, Nixon resigned. Oh, Nixon I don't resigned. Think term limits didn't I was like, right. what are we talking oh, wait, about? Never mind. If he hadn't resigned, yeah, yeah. I think he would. If if <laughs> I think. Nixon was like a proto Trump. And I think if Nixon hadn't gotten into the fucked up shit that he did, I think he would have been president for sure. longer than he was. If, I think if that's also, very fair. If also yeah. term limits didn't exist. Cause I think not, not to be like, everyone's a fascist, but Nixon was probably like a little bit of fascist. <laughs> and so I think he would have been like good with maintaining power. Obviously he would have, because he did shit to, to you know what I mean? Like, he wanted to the hotel yeah, room to make sure he had hotel power. Exactly. Power. So I think, yeah. I think Nixon would have, if Nixon, Oh yeah. Well, so that, then that's like a lot of extra steps. So, yeah. yeah. Cause, but he was <laughs> the only one when I was looking through, cause like technically up, up through FDR, any of them could have gone for more limit. More. Yeah. Cause FDR did. He went, he won four terms <laughs> in office and then yeah. died. Boy. But but I was trying to think like who after him then, and it's only Nixon. Ike, but Ike, mm-hmm. I think Ike could have done it. And I mean, again, JFK if he hadn't been assassinated, well, you know, mm-hmm. who knows what would happen there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. but definitely, if for some reason when Barack was elected, they reinstated ter- no term yeah. limits for presidents, he would still be president probably. Mm. Maybe I he might he might I have agree. opted out after Trump, like after I those agree. four years. Now nowadays, yeah. I don't think if like if he ran now, I don't know if he would, it would be a slam dunk. I feel like yeah. he would have, but I feel like he would have done three terms, and after three, he might have called it quits on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, I do sure. think he would have beaten Trump, but I don't think it would be as as much of a landslide. I think it would have been closer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know. I don't know. I, there's a lot of there's a lot of people who I. There were a lot of people who voted for Trump, not because they liked him, because they just fucking hated Hillary. I don't think mm-hmm. that had that sort of vitriol towards Obama. Uh, 
She's a Clinton. I, because and he had, and, and see, Obama I know, had done a pretty good job. Like I know more people who in, just voted third party. And they're like, see, I didn't vote for Trump. And it's like, yeah, but you might Name as well. one have. on this podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, and and I, I feel like that's kind of where that went wrong. Is um, But besides the point, I, I think it would have been closer. I do think he would have won. But I do think it would have been a lot closer. Um, and what's funny is like people I know uh, in comparison to Barama's last uh Barama? Barama. Barama Barama. I think that's a vacuum. I can't be bothered to say his old name, so I'm going to condense it. Uh, from Obama's last run and the Hillary v. Trump run, there's a there's people who I know for a fact would have, like, people who I know voted for Trump that absolutely also voted for Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I know him too. I know people like that too. Fuck, I don't know where I was going with this whole fucking point. <laughs> I Matt derailed the shit out of me, <laughs> and then I said Barama, and it was like I don't, I don't know words. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, Obama. Alice, <laughs> I, I've got this feeling. <laughs> are, so are we? Are we? Is this yeah, the, uh, the same podcast now? Like, are we just gonna talk? Sp- Simlish now, <laughs> but I, but I agree. I think he would. I don't think he would still be president, but I think he would have gone at least one other term and would have beaten Trump, but not as handedly. And fuck Biden. It's the best. Beats the rest. Yeah, I think. Well, so and maybe by then modular, Biden would have been like modular. so brain dead, or would have been voted out as VP, or wouldn't have made it as VP, so he wouldn't have been a president candidate. Oh no, he would not be. He would. I think. Biden would have been a three-term vice president and then too old. Or or Barack Obama winning a third time would be how the Republican Party does a major push to break the two-party system or the two-party monopoly, essentially, and like try to break for open uh, elections. And that's how we finally get Bernie. <laughs> Who is stupid old, but still smarter than so many people? Yeah, we need a like a real hardcore progressive that's somewhere between Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and Bernie Sanders in terms of age. Not that mm-hmm. I think you can't be the president and very young, but I think somebody with a little bit more governmental experience. Uh, Don't you have to be like a certain in age. Her 40s or You're thirty-five, which she isn't yet. Thirty-five. Rashida Talib's like in her forties. I don't know. People people seem to go for Senate to president as opposed to congressman. Yeah, uh, for the president. Yeah, it's, you have to be in the Senate first, so maybe she'd have to run for. I I don't know who's senator of Detroit. Detroit being a state, I don't know who <laughs> she get at this point. I know I'm ninety nine percent she rep- she represents Detroit, but. I don't remember who the senators from Michigan are. Debbie Stavenal and Gary nope. Peters. No chance. There's no way those are real people. <laughs> <laughs> Sean just made those up. No way. Because he wants to stab Kavanaugh. He came up with Stabenaugh. <laughs> Stab- wow. Damn. I would never say that on the internet. There's no way. It's being recorded yeah. because that'd be too easy to deepfake. <laughs> uh, Rich, that you want to close like with, your, with, with your Yes. Questions. I will close this out uh, with with uh, with my question. Uh, I'm gonna be 100% candid and honest. Past few weeks have been literal fucking hell. I've had zero spoons to even try to think about uh, uh, questions and whatnot. So, uh, Tim, guess what time it is? Ten twenty-six. That's a road show, guys. Oh, oh shit! And Rich's road show. I sent you guys an image on our messenger. All right. So for those of you who don't worry, it's been some time since we've done this. Of course, the Antiques Roadshow uh, guessing game is uh, the game that's sweeping the nation. Uh, in fact, it, it already swept the nation. It's been swept once and twice over, uh, where we, we look at an item that was appraised on the hit PBS show Antiques Roadshow. We try to figure out what the item is, uh, its function, and how much it is worth. So do uh, one of you guys want to explain what this item is? 
Or describe a panda bear. It is, but he looks kind of scrungly. It's a stuffed panda bear. It looks like it's being rendered on the PS2. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. It's a a little bit scraggly. Damn. Glad you didn't go as far to say PS1. I would be like, there are not enough polygons. Yeah, I I was going to say PS1, but I was like, that's unfair. There's more polygons there than. His bear has had a rough week. So smooth. Yeah, certainly has had a rough week, for sure. Yeah, it's a little scraggly, a little dirty around the uh, the stomach area. Looks like he's got some black eyes a little bit. Uh, all right, but there's got to be some significance to this this bear, panda bear. Well, it looks like they're in a desert, or like because the, the dirt behind it looks more sandy, and they're definitely like cactus in the background it's and some like are they aloe. outside? It looks like they're outside. It could be like an indoor garden of some sort. This looks like the part of the show where host Mark L. Wahlberg, like, they take a break from being in the showroom and they he just goes and, like, breaks into somebody's house and is like, let me look at your stuff. And, and, <laughs> uh, and then they they show him his stuff. <laughs> they show him their stuff for a little bit. They, show they, me what you got. Where, wherever the road show, show is. Show me like, what in, you got. I want to see what you got. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, so it's like, a, it's, it's like an older te- teddy bear where, like, the joints are... Like the arms and the legs are segmented. Like those definitely look like they turn and are posable. So those aren't cheap. Um, fuck, how old do I think it is? This has got to be animatronic in some way, right? Like you said, it looks like the limbs turn a little bit. Maybe it's like a either radio controlled or something along those lines. Like it's like a leftover from a ride, maybe. I don't think it's an animatronic. Because I've definitely seen like older, like stuffed stuffed uh, teddy bears from like the fifties that have had similar limbs, um, uh, yeah. but they're also like that corduroy brown like kind of teddy bear, like that kind of which is is uh, it's definitely older because like the black around the eyes has definitely faded quite a bit. Sean, I appreciate your your, uh, your prompt uh, Photoshop of the bear with an adorable uh, top hat, sunglasses, and gigantic, like cartoonishly large lollipop on his right hand. It's beautiful, absolutely perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It works. Dapper uh, little guy. If only he had right. a beanie to go with it. <laughs> so, do we have guesses on price and significance of this, this uh, stuff? This is panda? this is left over from some ride at Disney World. I'm going to say it's worth four grand. All right, Tim. I'll say Jungle Cruise. Why not? I don't know if there's ever a panda bear on the Jungle Cruise. I don't think that makes sense from a geographic perspective what the Jungle Cruise would be doing. But let's just go with that. I'm going to say it's something from like the 30s. I was I was going to say it's like somebody brought it home from like an overseas thing, but this looks like it was probably like an American who went to China. It was like, I saw a panda bear hmm. uh, and made it. <sighs> I'm just going to say 1930s somewhere in New York. Uh, six grand. I, th- I think this is a prop from a TV show I've never seen, and I'm going to say it's $250. So do mm. we want the transcript through Messenger, or do we, should I send it through Discord? We should make it up. Discord. <laughs> Discord. All right, I'll be, I'll be the appraiser. I'll be the appraiser. Who I'm wants to be the very guest? <laughs> uh, I'll be uh, the guest. All right. All right. Go ahead, guys. Sorry, I had to find the top. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a little long. My father was in the Air Force, and he was over in Iceland. He brought it over for my mother from Iceland, I believe. Maybe in the late 50s, early 60s. Okay. I'm not real sure. What you have is a bear that was made in Germany. Oh, okay. That found its way to Iceland. Your bear was made in the 1950s. Okay. So it was a new bear, and when he bought it, what you have is a bear made by Shuko. Okay. And Shuko was a competitor of Stife. 
they still make things today. They made a wide variety of bears and toys and cars. And what you have here is a very unusual bear. It's a yes-no teddy bear. Oh. But what's rare also, it's a panda bear. And the way it works is there's a lever inside the tail and you go like this and he says no. But the yes part is not working well. The lever has a little detachment under the under there. That's an easy fix. When you pull it out of the bag, everybody at our table just went, ah, appraiser. <laughs> and it's nice because it's a larger size. He's 18 inches, giggity. He's in beautiful condition. He has no mohair loss because they're wool. And the moths often get to them. And he's his color is really good. Now, what do you think it's worth? I have no idea. As a kid, he was always a scary bear. <laughs> and I wouldn't go near him. So as an adult, probably the reason he's in such good shape is because I kept him tucked. Kept. Kept him tuck, tuck a tucked away because I still don't look at him. <laughs> So, value-wise, I have no clue. Alright, well, the market has stiffened quite a bit on all teddy bears, but on today's Gross. market, in a retail <laughs> situation, it would probably sell between 900 and 1200 Really? Really. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, maybe I should keep him out and look at him more often. And mm. scene. And so see. I totally forgot what accent I started with. <laughs> I think you like... kept it pretty well the whole time. Yeah, you did pretty good. for a while, it was just, okay. This is the, the appraiser, by the way, who's... I just... I love his look. That's not... There we go. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, fuzzy yeah. old man, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a Greg Proops looking gentleman. Yeah. Mm. Looks like well, an old guy. Sean, I think nailed never... the price uh, on this I one. said... $250, but I was much closer. Oh, never mind. You're still closer. though, Congrats to Rich for the Freudian slip when it said the market has softened. Quite and you said the market has stiffened. Did not say softened. Oh, did I? Did I? Oops. Yeah. Hell yeah. The I, I, was, of that. I was still thinking the 18 inches. So Hot. You're uh, still thinking of that robot scene from Austin Powers. Exactly. So, Matt was right that it's kind of an animatronic a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was right when I said 50s, but then I was just like, no, nah, it's probably older and switched my answer. I should have stuck with my fucking first answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely was, not New York. It was a no. it was a German teddy bear found in Iceland. What's her Iceland. Name? Iceland. Iceland. It's interesting. 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 That's what I, I uh, yeah, like I said, I haven't had a lot of time for like just self introspection and figuring out like what questions I want to talk about and just mm. because shit's going wild with life right now um, that I was like, all right, I got to do something fun. We're doing the road show. I need to find the ugliest item I can find. And oh, that was a cute little dude. That was the second or third item I saw from the top of the list. And it was ugly, but cute. So I needed to use it. Wonderbar. It's been a while since we got to play a little bit of the road show, so that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I texted it to Tim a few weeks back or about a month back. Like, if you ever run out of ideas, just pull up a road show and let's do that. And then he hasn't showed up for three sessions. Yeah, I sent that to you. Yo, fuck. I don't remember that at all. And via text message. You even responded to it. Did I, I? Did I, I say that was, was a great idea? Probably. That might have oh. been before your second move into the apartment that into place you're in now before n the next place you know so when you said a few weeks ago you meant like four months ago that was like february i guess I, time is soup jeremy bury me so wiggly wobbly well this conversation broke me uh anyway. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, thank you. Welcome. Welcome. See, it did break. I thought we were starting the show over again. Uh, Brahma. <laughs> we're starting again. Brahma. Uh, the Brose Podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms. You can follow us on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast, Facebook at Brose Podcast, or Instagram at Brose underscore podcast uh, to find out 
what we're thinking and to see when our new shows are dropping. Or you can just subscribe to us anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question that you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks as always to Mary O'Brien for compiling our listener questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon Vogel's work at her shop on Facebook.com or at her shop on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. You can listen to Steven's work at the free music archive. All right, it's time for some plugs and Twitter handles and all that good stuff. Rich Sweeten, let's start with you. Check me out on Twitter at B underscore Walnuts, and you can check me out on twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for game streaming Monday, Tuesday, and uh, Sunday with me heading to kick on Thursdays. Also, check me out on PodQuest, the weekly nerdy talk show. How about you, Sean? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at HeyTessOB. You can find me on Frisbees at OBDiscGolf, and if you're real hot, in South Jersey or Philly, and you can't afford an air conditioner, you can go to tinyurl, tinyurl.com slash airconditioners2023, uh, and you can apply to receive, I think they're window units, a window unit. Um, and if you want to help people uh, cool off Philly, and it's going to be a hot one probably, uh, you can contribute at opencollective.com slash funds hyphen y'all hyphen philly alright Tim Hansen I need your twitter handle and I need your robust synopsis of the escape from poop city podcast uh, you can find me on twitter at Tim R. Hansen and escape from poop city is great nice. <laughs> robust as always <laughs> no. so if you enjoy our mirthy uh, jokes and talk style here at uh, brose you're going to love Stephen and Charles over at Escape from Poop City talking about current events of the day and making a lot of uh, very great pop culture references that some of which I don't even get, um, but still very entertaining. Lots of callbacks to their previous podcasts, current podcasts. They've even called back to us once or twice. So uh, look them up. They're coming in from the southeast of the northwest. And when she gets heavy, they might throw some weird uh, brain teasers at you. Some some thought experiments. Couldn't remember words. Uh, so yeah, give them a check. Give them a check out on your favorite podcatcher um, and other additional plugs. If you're in the Philadelphia area looking for some entertainment in the music variety, uh, look for After the Bar, Phil, uh, Philadelphia acapella all male acapella group been around for like what year is it almost 20 years uh in many different iterations uh, a lot of guys from drexel doing all sorts of music from classics some classic elvis some god only knows uh and also a complete compilation of daft punk's random access memories so the music taste is all over we do most of our own music and uh yeah hit us up we're on facebook at after the bar they have you can email them at atbphilly at gmail.com or you can visit their website at atbphilly.com. I'm on Twitter at mkaznel. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. Uh, my only plug for this week is uh hope you all enjoyed your Juneteenth weekend because it was Juneteenth this past Monday. And as we all know, it solved racism. That's the end of it. It was over. We instituted <laughs> that holiday, and that was the end of all mm-hmm. racial prejudice in the United States. So it was done. Hope you all enjoyed your weekend. I was at the beach. That's nice. That's all. Nice. That's nice. All. As well, the plug was my vacation that I that I have not yet taken at the time of recording, but will <laughs> have taken by the time <laughs> this podcast comes out. It was, it was a great. I'm sure it was a great time. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners, everyone. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire action moves to you. My name is Matt Gaznell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid.